Hello, 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 hello. Hello, everybody. This is DKB Wise from the DKB Wise Motivation Show, aka Motivation and Things Podcast. How are you doing this evening, this night, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you are tuning in to the DKB Wise Motivation Show? Well, before I get started into all of this, this gonna this very informative information I'm going to share with you all. Bill Wise has some bad news. Well, my grandmother, she was also my legal guardian at one time until I got grown. And I currently, I stayed with her until she just passed away on the 15th of October, of August. So my grandmother has passed away. She was my last living full grandmother left. I still have one granddad left. But she is my only, she was my last grandmother. And she passed on me, it'll be a week on tomorrow. That is hard to say. The love of my life, my grandmother, passed away. Last week, two weeks before my birthday, because I would be I will be 25 on, on August 30th, so it'll be two weeks without my grandmother here. Yeah, um, yeah, um, that happened, but this is going to be a topic about everything that has happened ever since she has passed, so the topic, this is going to be, be a B-Wise Keep It Real moment, and the Keep It Real moment is going to be, handle your business before death, stay tuned, you don't want to miss this important topic. Alrighty, alrighty, I'm back, and as you know, I, as I said, the topic for this DKB Wise Keep It Real moment is handle your business before death. So as I mentioned earlier, my grandmother passed away on August the 15th. Here we are, August the 28th. We lay her to rest. Um... We had a funeral last Saturday on the 21st, and we lay her to rest on the 23rd. So it has been t- tomorrow on Sunday, two weeks. Um, it, it has been it is going on two weeks without my grandmother here, and it's hard to say that that is so hard to that I'm even saying it right now because she was only 68 years old. I'm 24, so she was kind of young when she passed. But the reason that I am saying it is important to handle business before death is because if you don't handle business before death, nine times out of 10, there will be drama when your death comes. When you die, you would think your family would be able to be alone, get along. Everyone would get together. Everyone would be able to grieve together. But that is not the case. Because you didn't handle the business before you left here. Now, I'm not calling out my grandmother. I love my grandmother and everything. And this is nothing towards her personally at all. But this is just the truth that I'm sharing. 
And I'm going to take you on a little journey. I'm not going to say any names. But after my grandmother took her last breath on the 15th, one of her immediate family members, I would even go as far as say her sister. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not going to say the names. Her own sister, literally as soon as she took her breath, her own sister, first intention was coming over to my house, my grandmother's house. How did she get in? Well, guess what? She had my grandmother's keys. And my grandmother was trying so hard to get her keys back from her. But she wouldn't give her her keys back. And you know what? That made me realize, hmm, so you're telling me once my grandmother passed, your intention was to come in our house. And that's exactly what she did. She came in our house. The day that my grandmother passed, and what she did that day, her and her friends were going through my, her and her two friends were going through my grandmother's house looking for the policies, looking for any information that they could take back with them. And without me really thinking about it, because honestly, I'm not the strongest person. I don't, I'm not comfort, confrontatable. I don't confront people like right off the bat. Like, I'm not the type of a strong person. So it really didn't hit me that, you know, my aunt was coming in here to take everything with her and leave because I thought that she was going to, you know, take it and read over it and we both were going to go over together the next day. But that wasn't the case. Not at all. Not at all. Instead of her reaching back out to me when she took all of the paperwork with her, she kept it. She didn't reach out to me. She didn't reach out to my mother. And what was supposed to happen, she was supposed to take my mother to the funeral home with her so they can make arrangements for my grandmother. Did she call my grandma, my mama that evening? No. She did not. She didn't even call me to, so we could go over everything. I have not, I didn't even have a chance to go through the policies myself. Because guess what? My grandmother's sister had them with her the whole entire time. And you know what's funny? Her name is not even on the beneficiary. She is not the beneficiary. So why is she holding our things? Why won't she go through anything with me? That's the answer I'm still trying to figure out. That's the question I have for her that I'm still trying to figure out. Not only that, but after her, after she made arrangements and everything, Without me or my mom around, because yeah, they did this before we was even, before we even went. She came over to our house again after making the arrangements. 
And she was saying, coming up in here picking out the gifts for my good money to wear and all of that. And okay, I was thinking, okay, um, where are the policies? You know, that's what I was thinking in my mind. Where are my policies at with my name on it? Where is the policies at? These are not your policies. Guess what? When she left, guess who didn't have the policies still? Guess who haven't seen the policies? I didn't see the policies. So she did tell me that day that the next day we will be meeting at the funeral home to finalize the arrangements. So I'm like, okay, okay, I'll go there. I still haven't seen the policies though, but okay, I will go there. And so, okay, so you know, when we were in a meeting, she wasn't even supposed to be in a meeting. You know why? Because it is supposed to be the beneficiary's choice who they want in the meeting. But the people at the funeral were friends with my grandmother's sister. See, I'm not even calling her auntie anymore because she's not my auntie anymore. She's not. Honestly, she's not. The way she treated us, she treated us. But, so we got there. Because her, because she was her friend, because the friend worked there, and because there was her bio, as she said, I am her biological sister. I can be in a meeting. Her friend allowed her to be in a meeting with us. With me and the other beneficiary. And I told the lady, I said, um, I don't want her in a meeting with us. Because I'm the beneficiary, so I can decide who I want. But yeah, she said, I'm her biological sister. I can come in. So I said, okay. I let her come into the meeting with us. And you know what? I was thinking at the meeting, I would be able to read through my policy before I sign anything. Guess who did not bring the policy in? My grandmother's sister did not even bring the policies in for me to read when we were finalizing the arrangements. And you know what I told her? And at that point in time, I had to put my foot down, y'all. So when I told her friend, I said, um, may I see my policies because I have yet to see them. And you know what her friend said? Well, I don't have your policies. I only needed the policy number. But we do need you to sign the arrangements, though. Sign so we can get paid. Yes, she did. She, she literally told me that. And when she told me that, I got furious and I got heated. I was so shocked saying, so wait, you're telling me you haven't seen my policy that I haven't seen, but y'all want me to sign this arrangement so y'all can get paid? I wasn't going for this. So you know what I did? I said, excuse me, ma'am. I'm not signing nothing. Excuse my voice, but I'm still mad about this. I'm not signing nothing until I see my policies. And so what her friend did was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to verify the insurance policies in in front of, I'm going to verify the death policies in front of both of y'all. So she called the place to make sure that the policy was active, and it was. But my aunt, but my grandmother's sister had to go out to the car. As I said, she didn't bring it in in the first place. 
So she went out to her car to get it so I could finally see it for the first time. Three days later, this was three days later after my grandmother died. This was happening. I haven't been able to read the policies three days after my grandmother died, but I'm supposed to sign a funeral bill. And I, I don't think so. And so I literally had to force my grandmother sister to let me see the policies for the money that we are getting. Not her, but we, the beneficiaries are getting. The money that she's not getting. I just had to tell y'all about that part first. And when I say my grandmother wasn't even cold yet before her sister came over here trying to take her policies and take all the documents away from us so we wouldn't see what money we would be getting. And all we would have to do is just sign up for a bill so that her friend could get paid. And apparently she was going to try to find a way to pocket that money. That's my belief, and I'm sticking with that because her actions showed that. It was like at the moment that my grandmother died, she stopped caring. She didn't care about us. She didn't even care about her sister that she so claimed she loved to death. But why whenever she died, you decide to come over, control things, take over the money. Not only that, she want to control everything going on in our house. This lady even was trying to get the utilities bill put in her name. But guess what? I stopped that because I quickly made the insurance. I made, I quickly was able to get their utility bills in my name. So what you were going to do? Kick your own nieces and nephews out of, out of your sister's old house? I don't think so. I think so not. I think so not. But the reason I'm saying all this is because, you know, when anytime you don't have your business taken care of before death, you may experience what we've experienced. Having somebody in the family, not outside the family, but in the family, greedy over what's left for you, left for, for your kids, or whoever else you got on your beneficiaries. I never thought that after a death, I would be dealing with type, this type of much drama. I'm only 24 and I'm dealing with so much drama right now. All after my grandmother has died. I had to fight for this house ever since she took her last breath. I had to fight to make sure that we get all of the information that we need. That we get our policies. That this lady don't steal anything from us. Like she's actually trying to do. I had to fight ever since. And so you know what I really haven't been able to do? I have not been able to really fully grieve yet because I've been dealing with my grandmother's sister the whole time ever since my grandmother took her last breath. Now my grandmother did not have a will. She did not have a will. Not only did she not have a will, 
she didn't have those those tough conversations that need to be had. These tough conversations need to be had. She didn't have tough conversations about what we should do whenever she passed. She didn't tell us anything about anything of that nature, about her policies or what she wanted to do with the house or anything. So basically, you know, we were kind of left in the dark when the time came for her to take her last breath and when she passed away. We were left honestly not, not knowing what to do. I did not know what to do next after she took her last breath. I didn't know where her policies were. You know, she didn't even tell us where her policies was located at in the house. She didn't tell us where any important information or documents were located at or anything. So I was like really lost and shocked and just kind of upset because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Now that my grandmother's dead, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what steps to take. I don't know where anything is at. And honestly, that was the most hardest thing for me, not knowing what to do whenever my grandmother passed away at that immediate time. That really hurt my heart because I didn't know what to do with her. You know, I didn't know what to do at all. I didn't. And because, you know, she didn't have a will or she didn't have anything written out, instructions or anything written out, that made it to where so people within the family on the outside, you know, could come in and do things without things being laid out. They could come in, try to steal money, try to be greedy, try to be selfish, and try to control things that they shouldn't control. Now that's all happening because you know my grandmother didn't write a will. Because you know on a will, everything is laid out. You know you meet with the lawyer, after the death the family is informed through the lawyer we have to set up a meeting and we need this person and this person in, in here. And then with the will, the lawyer would go through everything that, that you know, the deceased, the queue have laid out to go as planned whenever you pass away. And because of the will, there will be no drama. There may be still drama, but can't nothing happen with whatever's not on the will won't happen. Whatever's on a wheel will happen. So if somebody's not supposed to get access to these documents or this money, and a wheel says that, if the person violates that, they will get in trouble. So having a wheel keeps your family sane whenever you pass. Having a wheel keeps you from dealing with the drama that may endure after you take your last breath. Like I've had to encounter. My aunt wouldn't, I mean, my grandmother's sister would not have been able to come in and do all what she has done. Within a, two weeks there, my grandmother has been dead almost. If my grandmother had wrote out a will. I'm not upset at her. Well, honestly, I can't even lie. I'm still hurt and sad knowing that, you know, how she died so 
abruptly and so quickly and how I didn't know anything what to do whenever she died at that time. Like, because of that, that's when the drama started in, within the family. At the time of death, there should be no drama. But sometimes at the time of death, when there is no guidance, no will, or the, your family members don't know what to do whenever you die, that's when the drama happens. And, it, and nine times out of ten, it always happens. There's always going to be somebody in a family that when the death comes, they will get involved. They will try to put their two cents in. They will try to take over what's all that what all you have left for your, all of your legacy that you have left for your loved ones or your family members on your end. Somebody from your family will try to come in and destroy all of that and take over everything. And you will allow them to do that if you don't write a will. You will allow them to do that. You will allow them to come in and take over and steal everything from you. If you don't have some sense of order or if you don't handle the business before you leave or depart this earth. As I said, I am too young to be going through all of this drama about fighting for my house, fighting for our money that my government left for us, making sure that nobody else gets it but us, you know, trying to make sure that we can take care of ourselves. But instead of being able to do that, you know, we're dealing with her family, her sister, trying to steal all of this from us. I am too young to deal with this. I am. Death should not bring anger or drama. It should bring peace and grievance with everybody. It's all up to the way you do things before you die. And yes, sometimes death happens shockingly like it did recently for us, you know. Because she was doing so good two days before she died. She was at home walking, talking, and driving. Then all of a sudden, two days later, she died. She died. I don't think she she thought her time, it was her time yet. But that's just how death works. We never know when our last day may be on this earth. So since we never know, it is in our best bet to get things in order before we even think it's our time. Get things in order. Take care of your business. Go ahead and meet with, get a lawyer. Get a will. If you're not going to get it completed, at least get it started. So whenever you unexpectedly die, if you unexpectedly die, you, babe, your family will be set. Your family will not have to go through ne- unnecessary drama. Your family will be able to grieve right after your death. Your family will be set because no one outside of the people on your will will be able to come in and take control, do whatever they want to do, steal from your legacy, take your legacy away from you. They will not be able to do that because guess what? You have handled your business. You have said, I want this person to take over this. I'm giving this person this and this, this, that, that, and that. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. So on, so on. And that's what the will does. So because you do that, no one will be able to do anything to your family 
or your kids or your loved ones. Because you got that already taken care of. And as I said, if they try to do anything, they will have hell to pay. Because you had that will in place. So, death is not a fun thing to talk about, everybody. It is not. I'm rapping as I'm getting, I'm getting ready to wrap this up. I just want you all to know. Take this out of everything that I've recently just said. From what I personally am, had to and honestly still I'm going through because it is not over. The fight is not over yet. This person is still doing things on the side to get at us. To try to steal us. To try to take over and do everything that they can in their power. It's still happening right now. She ain't done yet. <laughs> I wish she would be because I'm, I, I really want to grieve and I haven't been able to grieve yet because of her. I haven't fully grieved in two weeks, but as I said, here is the takeaway after everything I said. Your loved ones, your kids, your friends and your loved ones do not deserve to deal with, your, deal with the family drama that may happen after you die if you did not take care of your business before you die and go ahead and get a will started. Your family won't be able to grieve because they'll be trying to fight to keep your legacies together. To keep what you left for them for them and no one else. They will have to fight this. They will have to deal with that. They will. And death is a very tough topic to talk about. Death is not something, a conversation we want to have with our family members or our loved ones. But it's the most important conversation because, as I said, you want to make sure that, you know, hey, whenever I die, here's what needs to happen. I want to be buried, laid to rest this way. I want my house to go to this person. I want you to take over this. I want you to keep paying the phone. I want you to do, you know, by you telling your kids, your loved ones, these things, you are preparing them for what to do when your time is no longer, when you're no longer here, whenever your time comes. You are prepared. You are putting them on the right step. You are putting them on the right path on how to be successful when your time for leaving comes. You are making sure that they will be taken care of when you tell them, here is where my death policy is in the house. Whenever I die, look in this area. You will find everything that you need. Just by you doing those simple things and having that very tough conversation, you will save your family so much stress that, may, that they may endure, so much drama that they may endure whenever your time comes. It is very important to make sure that your loved ones and family know what to do with you when you die, what to do with your estate, what to do with your money, what to do with your retirement if you're retired, what to do with all of that. It is, you know, the best thing in your interest to go ahead and let them know that. Now, don't wait until you're in a hospital. Don't wait until it's too late like my grandmother did. She couldn't tell us because it was too late. She didn't know I believe that she was dying yet. And so she didn't have time, enough time to prepare us for her death. 
And that's still so sad to me that, you know, my grandmother, I didn't know what to do with her whenever she died. I don't know what to do with her house. I don't know about her policies. I don't know anything because I don't know where it was at or anything like that. I never had the conversations with her. And I tried to go talk to her about it one time and she didn't want to talk about it because as I said, death is not a fun topic to talk about. But because she didn't talk about it, she kind of left us in a bubble and an uproar of drama and mess. We have not, me and my mom have not been able to grieve. I have not broken down. I have not mourned really because of this. Do you want your family to go through what I have just explained and went through myself? Trust and believe me, you do not. It is the worst thing that could happen at death. Drama at death is the worst thing that could happen. And it typically happens when you don't have your business together before you die. So as I end this, I encourage you all to start telling your kids about, you know, start preparing for whenever your time comes. Start meeting with a lawyer to get a will together before it gets too late and you are not able to tell your kids or your family what to do with your legacy that you've left. Start now. Don't wait till later. Why don't you start now? Please, for me, start doing this now. Start planning. Start gathering all your important documents. Or start at least making copies of those documents. Start telling the most responsible one in your household, when I die, this is where the papers will be at. Please, start doing this now. Because if you do it now, and the time comes, and you're not able to tell them then because it's too late, everything will still fall in place. Your family will be set. No drama will happen because you got everything taken care of, okay? And you're doing this not only for them or you, for your well-being whenever you die, but you're doing this uh, for them. Please think about your household and your family and friends whenever you die, before you die, to make sure they're straight. Because that was not the case for us at all. We're in a battle. We're in a fight right now that we shouldn't be going through right now at the time of the death. And so, as I said, please start now preparing for whenever you die. What's going to happen whenever you die? If you do that, when the time comes, there will be no drama, okay? Yes, this was a very long DJBY's Keep It Real moment, but I had to say something. I had to put it out there. Because if you know me, the truth can set you free. And I tell the truth. I don't sugarcoat anything. And I keep it real with people. I hope I, through my very tough situation that I'm going through that I share with you all. I hope at the end, if you pay the ticket to the very end, that you will take heed of what I said about start a will now. Prepare documents now and get things and take care of business before you die. This was your DJBY's Keep It Real moment. And the topic again was handle business before death. 
I will possibly be back next week. Have a great week, you all.